Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, howdy, hi, Ted Moreno here, certified hypnotherapist and success performance coach, bringing you another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and a success performance coach, helping people to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform their minds. And that's the purpose of this podcast, to give you 10 minutes of information, inspiration, or an opportunity to begin to move beyond those things that would hold you back. And as you probably know already, those things are mostly in your head. So you want to have uh, positivity in your head, not limiting beliefs or negative programming. So if you have the sense or idea that the stuff in your head is getting in your way, and we call that head trash, by the way. Then I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. But for now, we're going to get into today's podcast, How to Deal with Test Anxiety. So we're getting into the uh, spring and summer months, the time when many people will take not only final exams in college, but many people take the bar exam uh, at the end of July, all over the country, all kinds of tests and licensure tests and all kinds of major exams where there's a lot at stake. And many people come to me with test anxiety. And when they feel this test anxiety, it shuts down their ability to do well on tests. And this test anxiety may even be what we call anticipatory, which means that they don't even have to be in the test. They could just be thinking about it weeks before the test and have that anxiety show up. And this is very uncomfortable, of course, and it makes it difficult to prepare and study for these big tests or for any test really, okay? So test anxiety can show up as early as first and second grades as well as in high school. Uh, There is a 2006 study funded by the U.S. Department of Education uh, conducted by the Institute of Heart Math and Claremont Graduate University. So 980 10th grade students found that 61% of them reported being affected by test anxiety. So what is test anxiety? Well, it's a condition, psychological condition, where the test taker feels severe distress before, during, and after the test. So as I just mentioned, you know, a person could get so nervous and anxious about doing well or just passing that it affects their performance uh, on the test. And uh, if you know how a high school or college final can produce that type of anxiety, then imagine the anxiety that can be produced when you're taking a big exam where the stakes are high, where you've invested lots of time and money. It can be really, really uh, challenging. Now, it's normal to have some type of nervousness before taking a test. And Sometimes this nervousness can be helpful, right, by getting us into a state where we're pumped up to do well. But when the nervousness turns into test anxiety, it can definitely interfere with our ability to recall 
information or for some people cause them to continue to put off taking the exam entirely uh, until they do it out of desperation. And by then, of course, people aren't performing at their best. So when we talk about anxiety, it's important to remember that test anxiety is a form of what we call performance anxiety. So performance anxiety is where someone is extremely nervous about having to produce a result in a limited time period, or they're in front of people who are judging them or watching them, okay? So test anxiety, stage fright, fear of public speaking, choking, quote-unquote, in sports performances all fall into this category. And you know the symptoms of anxiety, right? Uh, rapid heartbeat, sweaty palms, shortness of breath, shakiness, confusion, all of the normal kind of fight-or-flight responses. Okay, so let me give you some tips for dealing with test anxiety. The first thing to remember is that sitting in a chair, not moving, and staring at a book is a really good way to put yourself into a not-productive hypnotic state. Okay? So you want to break up your study habits into chunks of maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Your mind can really only focus strongly for about an hour, and then you start hitting the point of diminishing returns, which means that your mind starts getting tired and it can't absorb the information as well as when you're fresh. So the best thing to do is every 45 minutes, every hour that you're studying, get up, walk around, use the restroom, have something to eat, and then set a timer for another 45 minutes or another hour. So don't sit in a chair for three hours staring at a book. It's not productive. Now, speaking about eating something, remember that diet can affect your ability to think and recall information. Many people skip meals when they're studying for exams or they start eating junk or food high in carbs. That is not productive. Keep your diet good. Avoid high-carb meals that can spike your blood sugar. Remember, the organ that uses the most glucose in your body is the brain. So a balanced diet when you're preparing for these exams can be very helpful in creating optimal brain power. Don't skip meals. Have healthy snacks while you study. Second thing that people skimp on when they're studying for exams is sleep. Uh Uh-uh. Don't do it. You need to sleep to retain the information as well as recall the information because here's something maybe you don't know. That learning that you're trying to achieve, that learning happens when you sleep. It's when you're sleeping that your mind brings together all the different patterns and makes that information part of your ability to recall. So plan your study time for when you feel the most alert. And for most people, it's not usually late at night. But if that does work for you, then make sure you're getting the amount of sleep that's right for you. And believe me, the sleep you need is more than you think. And it makes sense to be well-rested in the days leading up to a major exam. Wouldn't you agree? Here's another tip. You want to schedule your studying, okay? So sit down, create a schedule as to what days you're going to study, how long you're going to study, and when and where you're going to study. So last-minute cramming creates anxiety. Manage your time. Organize your schedule. Give yourself the best conditions for learning. 
create a space, a dedicated space in your home, if that's where you study, where all your study materials are, where it's quiet, where there's no distractions. So you associate that space with retaining the information. Very difficult to study at the kitchen table when somebody's trying to cook. I mean, if that's the only place you could do it, I get it. But if you can create a dedicated space for studying, even if it's not in your house, uh, it's at the library or even a Starbucks, just you want to make that consistent. Okay? So um, preparation. Preparation means that you take practice tests. You go online, you try to find out the information, you try to give yourself the edge. Effective preparation might also mean that you drive to the place where the test is going to be. So you're clear about how to get there. So effective preparation means that the night before the test, you have all your stuff ready. You're not rushing around trying to make an 8 a.m. Uh, start time for a test, and you're rushing around trying to get all your stuff together. It only makes sense to prepare all of that stuff the night before, to be very clear about how you're going to get there. Maybe take a ride uh, before the test date so it's familiar to you. That can be very helpful. Knowing where to park, knowing how to get there, knowing how long it's going to take you, that will, that will really cut down on any anxiety you might feel, okay? Now, here's the other thing, and this goes with everything that you're trying to accomplish. Watch your self-talk. Self-talk is your internal language or thoughts. Don't scare yourself with conversations like, oh, I know I'm just going to blank out right in the middle of the test, or God, I just suck at taking tests, or I'm going to bomb this test. No, don't do that to yourself, please. Give yourself encouragement and support. Use positive affirmations in the days and weeks leading up to the exam. Now, mental, visual, mental visualization is another tip. Whatever score you want to get, let's say you want to get a, a 91, okay? Write that down on a couple of three by five cards and have those three by five cards with that number, 91%, right in front of you every time you're studying. Pound that number into your head so your subconscious mind gets familiar with that number. This is very, very effective, okay? Obviously, it's not effective if you don't study, but if you're studying and you're doing everything, just like we've been talking about, then having that number in your head, having a target score can be very, very helpful. Imagine getting the information that you've passed, whether it's in the mail or email or logging on or finding out right after, the, right after you take the test there at the test center. Just imagine that you're being informed that you've passed the test and feel the feelings you would feel uh, learning that. Okay. So the key here is to get your mind very familiar with the end result. Imagine telling your friends and family, Hey, guess what? I pass. And them saying, good job. We're so proud of you. Okay. So mental visualization is very, very helpful. All right. And of course, there's always extreme self-care. Get yourself a massage before the exam to release tension and stress. Make sure you get a good night's sleep. That is worth repeating. Good meals, meals with proteins. You don't have blood sugar spikes. Take a, a walk a day to just, you know, get that stress out of there. Remember, anxiety comes from prolonged stress and tension. Let me give you one more thing. We're a little bit over time, but I think this is worth it. Be clear about how you learn. 
Some people learn by reading. Some people learn by hearing. Some people are tactile learners, which means that they learn by touching, okay? So if you can identify the best way for you to learn, then you can study that way. So here's some examples. So walking around studying might be the best way for you. Highlighting or writing notes might be the best way for you. Singing the information works for many people, okay? Um, uh, squeezing a squeezy ball, doing something with your body while studying, that's very helpful for people. So there's no rule that says that to study, you need to sit in a chair and stare at a book. Find your best way to take in the information. And remember, when you're relaxed, you retain, and when you retain, you recall. So remember the three R's, relax, retain, and recall. Don't allow yourself to get so overwhelmed by all the things you need to think about. Focus on getting relaxed. So there you go. Remember that test anxiety is a learned response. With practice, you can unlearn test anxiety and learn a different reaction. Have faith in your brain and cultivate a strong and abiding belief that you can and will pass. So there you go. There's another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast, and I thank you for lending me your ear. Do you suffer from test anxiety? Are you challenged by test anxiety? Here's what you want to do. Go to tedmoreno.com, click on contact, send send me an email that says, Hey, Ted, how you doing? Just heard your podcast. I want to have my complimentary 30-minute phone consultation so we can talk about how what you do can help me to do better on tests. Now, you can also get in touch with me through social media. And if you want to check out some of my other podcasts, you can go to tedinyourhead.com, which is my podcast webpage. Okie doke. So let me leave you with a quote by William James, the eminent psychologist. William James said, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Choose wisely. Thanks so much for listening today and have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.